Welcome back to Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner. Tom and his team at Strategic Asset Conservation will work to help you discover the buying power of your future dollars. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner. My name is Michelle Wright. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your very busy weekend schedule to join us right here on 960 The Patriot. We appreciate it. Let me give you our phone number. It's 480-661-6800. That's 480-661-6800. On the web, it's gotonight.com. That's G-O, the number two, K-N-I-G-H-T, Com. That's how you can get in touch with Tom and the entire team at Strategic Asset Conservation. And Tom, we were discussing this throughout the show, and it's something about looking at the economy. And there's a lot of people, and they're making a lot of predictions, especially a lot of market watchers and a lot of market analysts. And there are conversations on each side of the topic, so to speak. Blackstone president Tony James was recently on CNBC. I want to play this cut for you of what he said about the market being overvalued and the possibility of a correction. And then I want to discuss an article that was written by John Hussman and what he has to say about this topic. So first, here's Tony James. We see a bit of a correction coming. You've definitely got the terrorists. You've got you've got higher interest rates coming. You've got weaker China. You've got certainly economic problems in South America. The cumulative effect of that is where do you look for good news that's not already reflected in the market? Uh, earnings of the S&P are flat at best. So I, I think um, I think stock prices have had a great run, and there, it's time for a pause. Now, of course, Tony's talking about a pause, but in this article by John Hussman, he says we've passed the pause button a long time ago and that <laughs> things are, are are past pause pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah john john is um john has a, an amazing uh history of being accurate when few others are and uh he's perhaps unique in the industry as a fund manager uh who is much more of a think tank slash analyst uh you know fund managers primary you know their their primary purpose is to attract money to their fund uh, what John Hussman does is he he says no I'm going to tell the truth, and uh, and you know you can you can plan your plan your um, your investing uh, uh, schedule accordingly. Um, you know one of the problems that we have here is that the Fed is hiking while the European Central Bank is easing, mm. and um, you know there was a piece on Market Watch earlier this week as Fed hikes ECB eases slash markets could get wild. Um, you know, when one when one part of the world is zigging and the other part is zagging, uh, you're going to see capital flight of different types from one region to the other, and um, you know we could have uh, we could have quite a correction. I mean, and, and and a correction, remember, is defined as a decline of more than ten percent. Right. Um, a bear market is defined as a decline of more than twenty percent. The average bear market of the last 100 years has been a 34% decline. The last two bear markets were negative 51 and negative 57. And John Hussman is saying that this is the second most overvalued market in American history. The one we're in right now. Wow. Second only, and by just a little bit, to the, uh, to the spring of 2000. 
before the dot-com bubble burst right. and everything went to hell in a handbasket. And the NASDAQ lost 63% of its value in 33 months. Yeah, so, you know, Tony's talking about a pause. Um, you know, Goldman came out mm-hmm. with a piece um, entitled, The S&P 500 is going nowhere fast in 2016, Goldman says. So, and, and let me just read from that piece. After treading water for much of 2015, the U.S. stock market will continue to trade sideways next year as interest rates rise faster than many investors expect, according to analysts from Goldman Sachs Group. In its outlook for next year, aptly entitled Deja Vu All Over Again, <laughs> the Goldman <laughs> analysts forecast the S&P 500 to trade at the 2100 level and end at the end of 2016 as rising rates compress price earnings multiples weighing on stocks even as companies' earnings grow. The S&P 500 traded around that level earlier this month. It's actually at 2100 right now as we speak. So look, if Goldman, mm-hmm. they're right. the eternal optimists. These are the guys that, that a McKinsey study said have been off by 100% for 30 years. Right? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's yeah. really bad to be off by 100%. <laughs> Well, John Hussman is the exception in that regard, you know, because a brokerage firm employed economists, their job is to attract capital to the firm. Mm. So, you know, you look at that and you say, um, okay, so what's their history? Well, the think tanks get paid for their accuracy. The brokerage firm employed economists get paid to attract capital to the firm. So Goldman's not, you know, it's, it's a rare John Hussman is such a rarity. He says mm-hmm. that, look, the markets are going to suck for the next 12 years. He says, look at our algorithms. Look at our metrics. This is this is what we're calling for. I mean, it's, it's abysmal what he's saying. It, he calls it the most extreme point of stock market overvaluation in history. Wow. That's a quote from the article. Yeah. All right. Investors should remember from the 2000 to 2002 and the 2007 to 2009 collapses that in the absence of investor risk-seeking, as conveyed by market internals, even aggressive Fed easing does not support stocks. And the Fed's going in the opposite direction. They're not easing, they're normalizing. They're Mm -hmm. getting them back to normal again. Current valuations imply a 12-year total return of only about 1% annually. Wow. 1% per year. Over the next 12 years. Yeah. So if CDs are soon going to be paying more than that, and in another year could be paying two and a half, Mm -hmm. why would anybody put their money in the stock market to get 1% per year when they can get 2 or 3% per year at a bank, have their assets insured, and sleep well at night? Right. 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 So, and he says, while that outcome may seem preposterous, recall that the same outcome was also realized in the 12-year period following the 2000 peak. So for 12 years, the market went nowhere Mm. after the peak in 2000. Wow. He says, given both obscene valuations and clearly unfavorable market internals and credit spreads at present, we see extreme market losses as not only an immediate risk, but also as the predominant likelihood over the next few years. I mean, this guy is a lot of fun at parties. You yeah, know? right. <laughs> he's, he's just, you know, he's, uh, he's not any, look, he's a realist. Mm-hmm. Because I, I've read I've read him when, you know, in the last 20 years when he's bullish about the market. Mm-hmm. And he's usually right. 
So it's not about, you know, it, it's it's not about where we are, it's about where we're going. It's about the direction of the market. That's what's important. And when you look at that McKinsey study and you see that for the last 30 years in rolling five-year averages, uh, brokerage firm employed economists have been off by 100%, you know, forecasting returns of 13 when what actually happened was an average of a little less than 7%. Right. Percent. You know, so, and it's not just, you know, last year, the year before, it's it's been going on for 30 years, you know, and, and when Reuters reported that, this was about four years ago, um, you know, McKinsey got a lot of attention mm-hmm. uh, over over their analysis. Now, earlier in the program, I said, look, so what are the solutions here, right? Right, right. Look, even, even in, in a 17-year period from 1964 to, to uh, 1981, the Dow was largely unchanged, you know. Mm-hmm. The um, the valuation of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Let's see. It was December thirty first, nineteen sixty four. The Dow closed at eight seventy four point one two. On December thirty first, nineteen eighty one, seventeen years later, the Dow closed at eight seventy five point oh one. Wow! So it gained one point in seventeen years. The Dow. That's amazing. That's stunning. Yeah. So, and people forget that this is this is part of market history, and these things can mm-hmm. happen. Now, look. Let's be fair to the market because there was a lot of money to be made, right, in the market during that seventeen-year period, right, by mm-hmm. picking the right stocks, timing your entry, timing your exit, all the things that study after study shows investors are horrible at, mm-hmm. right? right, horrible. I mean, we, 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 we zig when we should zag and vice versa. We get out when we should be getting in. You know, I mean, just study after study says that we're, we, we're just really bad at this. So what's the solution, what, especially as you age and especially as you're looking for simplicity? Well, our favorite solution, the favorite solution of our 770-some-odd clients around the country is a, is a vehicle called an index annuity. In mm-hmm. an index annuity, when the market goes up, you make money based on a crediting method. When the market goes down, you don't lose. Historically, a good one's going to average 6 to 8% historically. You know, we tell people the reasonable expectation is somewhere between 3 and 9. Um, you know, most of our clients are getting north of 5.5. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are averaging in the mid-sixes, I should say. Um, you know, those are reasonable rates of return and you don't have an ability to lose money. So if the market averages, you know, 1% per year right. over the next 12 years, according to Hussman, mm-hmm. but there are years when it's up 12 and then there are years when it's down 14, if you get 7 of the 12, mm-hmm. right, if you get a 7% interest credit in the year when the market is up 12 and the following year you don't lose that 7% gain when the market's down 20, what's wrong with that? Right. Those are pretty good odds. Those are very good odds. If you know you can't lose and you know that if the market is up, you're going to gain something, Mm -hmm. right? And you're going to lock in that gain at the end of that year. That is hope for the decade ahead for a lot of people. So, you know, look, Tony's calling for a pause. John Hussman's saying we get the second most overvalued market in history and the 800-pound gorilla on Wall Street Right, Goldman Sachs, the mm-hmm. eternal optimists, the people who are usually off by double, are saying next year is going to end exactly where we are right now. Yeah, you got to go. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of. You got any good news for me? Right, <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, it's it's 
it's been one of those uh, it, it's it's been one of those months. Now look, the Fed is going to start raising rates. Mm-hmm. The European Central Bank is once again under Mario Draghi claiming, oh, we're going to do whatever it takes. We're going to do whatever it takes. So when one side of the planet is easing and the other side of the planet is raising rates, right? European investors are going to have a choice. Mm-hmm. Are we going to attract capital to our markets? No. Their markets are what's going to attract capital. We're going to attract capital to our bonds, right? right. Fixed instruments that are right. paying more than their fixed instruments. So if, if an investor in Europe has a choice between investing in European equities, which are up purely because the European Central Bank is supporting them, mm-hmm. and as soon as that support stops, we'll go back down again, or investing in American bonds, treasuries, and guaranteed vehicles where yields are going higher, hmm, if I'm a European investor, I'm avoiding the European market under Mario Draghi, right. and I'm embracing American bonds under Janet Yellen. Right. And so if you're sitting there and you're thinking, I see everything that's going on, but I want a solution. So I'm not on the downside. I'm not reliving uh, the 2001 or 2008 issue that happened. What I want you to do is pick up the phone and give Tom a call because he has the solutions. He and the team at Strategic Asset Conservation can help you out. Let me give you this phone number. It's 480-661-6800. That's 480-661-6800 on the web. Go to night.com. That's G-O, the number two, K-N-I-G-H-T dot com. Tom, believe it or not, we're at the end of another retirement intelligence program. I know you want to say so long to everybody. Yeah, have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the football. Uh, go Cardinals. Go Patriots. Uh, and remember, you don't have to risk your assets in order to grow them. Thank you for listening to Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner. For your own personal appointment with Tom and the team at Strategic Asset Conservation, call 480-661-6800. That's 480-661-6800. We'll return next week with more Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner. The information covered today is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice. It can't be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. You are encouraged to consult your tax attorney or advisor. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Riders may be available at an additional cost. Product and features may vary from state to state. For full details on how life insurance works, including fees, expenses, and costs, contact our office at 480-661-6800.